Today is Wednesday, July 14th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Kansas City will be humid today with partly sunny skies. Temperatures will reach into the low 90s. Here's today's top story. Some counties in the Kansas City metro area have even lower COVID-19 vaccination rates than the Springfield area, which is facing a surge of cases that is overwhelming the healthcare system in southwest Missouri. Health officials have attributed the spike in cases to the spread of the more contagious Delta variant, loosened restrictions and low vaccination rates. At 45.4%, Missouri's vaccination rate lags behind the national rate of 55.5%, according to data from the state and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Some areas in southwest Missouri fall well below the statewide rate. In Greene County, 39.2% of the residents have initiated vaccination. Even lower are Douglas County at 18.6% and Newton County at 21.1%. Kansas City has the sixth highest rate at 43.8% which is followed by Jackson County at 41.9%. But surrounding areas in the metro are far lower. Platt County sits at 30.6% while Clay County is at 35.3% and Cass County is at 35.7%. In more coronavirus news, as Springfield hospitals treat a growing wave of COVID-19 patients, Governor Mike Parson on Tuesday implicitly attacked one of the city's major hospital operators for announcing that it will require its employees to be vaccinated. Health officials and hospital leaders are begging people to get vaccinated and warning that the highly contagious Delta variant is overwhelming Springfield's hospitals. The facilities are caring for the most COVID patients ever and city officials have canceled a major upcoming festival because of the spreading variant. But the Republican governor said COVID messaging coming from southwest Missouri amounted to a blame game. He warned health officials against scaring residents into getting vaccinated. The remarks came after Mercy, which operates facilities across the region, announced last week it would mandate vaccinations for workers by late September. In crime news, a federal judge ordered Joel Tucker, a Prairie Village man with deep ties to Kansas City's payday lending industry, to serve 12.5 years in prison for dodging taxes and for a scheme that targeted consumers to pay debts they often did not owe. Tucker, who missed his first sentencing hearing that was scheduled for last week and had a warrant issued for his arrest, was brought to court with his wrists and ankles bound by restraints. U.S. District Court Judge Roseanne Ketchmark ordered that Tucker be taken by U.S. Marshals to begin serving his prison sentence immediately. Tucker was also ordered to pay more than $8 million in unpaid taxes that he owes to the Internal Revenue Service. His total tax bill, with penalties and interest, amounts to nearly $12 million. Tucker's prison sentence was more than the 135 months in prison, or just more than 11 years, that federal prosecutors had recommended in their sentencing memorandum. But it was lower than the 15-year maximum term that Ketchmark could have issued under federal sentencing guidelines. And finally, in sports, Brinley Hudson spent 47 days in the hospital, originally fighting off a life-threatening bacterial infection that followed a kick to the shin and eventually led to the impossible decision to amputate her left leg above the knee. It's been a long road home from Children's Mercy Hospital for Brinley, but the 12-year-old Overland Park girl found a warm welcome waiting Monday evening from family, friends and teammates. A large crowd was congregated and awaiting Brinley's return at California Trail Middle School in Olathe, her softball and soccer teams were there to welcome her back. After a couple of drive beasts in the Hudson family's truck, they parked, and it didn't take long for Brinley's teammates to run over to her and embrace the teammate they'd been missing for so long. But Hudson has always had a fighting spirit, according to her soccer coach Dario Jaramillo. And it's never wavered. Since coming home, Hudson has shown her determination to get back on the field, already lifting weights and trying to get back into playing shape. For now, while she works her way back, she's earned a spot as Jaramillo's assistant coach. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star.
Find us at KansasCity.com to read more about these stories and others.